This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Uh, one of my favorite fall foods, really. We're talking about Brussels sprouts. Oh, good. Thanks for cluing me in on the topic. Yeah. I was, I was wondering why we were surrounded by these mounds and mounds of Brussels sprouts. Yep, yep. Um, I, I, I cannot believe it's taken us this long to getting around to doing a Brussels sprout show. I know. I mean, um, when we discussed it, you know, when we decided on the topic, I actually thought we'd already done it. Yeah, we, we've gotten to the point, I think, where um, we're like, uh, we'll say, uh, we should do like cabbage. And then we're like, did we do that already? I can't remember. Um, it's, uh, it's too bad there isn't any way to get a list of topics that we've already covered. It's too bad that our shows aren't more memorable to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, who, what was your name again? <laughs> so, so anyway, Brussels sprouts. I feel like this is... Um, I feel like most of our listeners probably like Brussels sprouts, but all in all, it's kind of a con- controversial. Yeah, vegetable. I don't know. Do they? I mean, it's it's like it's a punchline, um, and it's I don't. True. I don't really know how it got to be a punchline since, uh, com- compared to other things that that kids have to face up against, uh, you know, on their plates. Uh, at the dinner table, it seems like Brussels sprouts are not one of the most challenging. But I feel like, I I don't know, maybe it's sort of our parents' generation, but I feel like so many people were raised on boiled Brussels sprouts. I mean, boiled to the point where they become slimy, really sulfurous. Uh, all the things that I do not think of Brussels sprouts as being, and and the smell, like like if you uh, if you lived in a cartoon, there would be like the smell fingers like creeping <laughs> yeah. around your door frame, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. like mom mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you like Brussels sprouts as a kid? You know, I don't really remember eating Brussels sprouts as a kid, and I, I assume my mom will dispute that. I pretty much was okay with vegetables as a kid, and so I think I probably would have been okay with Brussels sprouts, but I don't really remember them. I know that I ate them as a kid, and I know that I liked them, and I, you know, I think my mom steamed them, uh-huh. which seems like a recipe for disaster, like boiling. <laughs> but um, I guess she steamed them pretty well. I, I liked them a lot, but then again, I, I you know, I like cabbage, and I, I, I don't know. I'm an outlier, man. I like how you described an actual recipe as a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Um, thanks. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like mostly these days I want I want my Brussels sprouts to come in contact with some hot metal one way or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I mean fired I, out of a of a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you play like A C D C or something? Do it as well. <laughs> I, I don't know if A C D C counts as hot metal. You know, I watched an old A C D C video the other day. I think it was um TNT. Uh-huh. TNT. I'm dying now. 
like a belly shirt. Wow. The lead singer. It's amazing. He's like bearing his midriff. Like a half shirt? Yeah. And wow. I, don't, I don't think that's very metal. So, I mean, maybe... No, but I feel like... I feel Iron like, Maiden. Do you like Iron Maiden with your Brussels sprouts? <laughs> bring me a daughter, bring me a daughter to the sun. Absolutely. And I feel like there was a time in the 80s when, like, everybody had to, like, see if they could get away with wearing a half shirt. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I could. Awesome. Totally could. Back in the 80s. Yeah. When I was young and svelte <laughs> and six years old. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that. So um, uh, really quick, though, does Iris like Brussels sprouts? She does not. She went through a two-day period uh, when she really, <laughs> really liked them. When and she you was were two. the most proud yeah. dad on earth. And she was like, she literally asked if we could have them for dinner two nights in a row. And I was like, man, I have cracked the code and I don't think she's eaten one since. Okay. You bought yours today on the stock. I bought mine today on the streets. Yes. Yes. In a dime bag. Man, on the stock really sounds like a euphemism for, for like something shady. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I bought a dime bag of Brussels sprouts. Now, I bought them on the stock at the farmer's market. And if you have not seen a stock of Brussels sprouts, which I had not until a few years ago, um, it, it's really imposing. It's really like a cudgel. It is totally imposing. And I, uh, you know, I've, I've bought a stock of Brussels sprouts only a couple of times. And for me, the problem is, uh, what do you do to get it in your refrigerator? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. It had to go in there like diagonally because they're really long and really thick. And, uh, and these Brussels sprouts are, are just kind of peeking out the little armpits of the stock. Well, and I feel like if I've gone to the trouble to buy the stock, I shouldn't cut the sprouts off of it until I'm going to eat them or something. Like, I feel like they're going to start losing their sprouty moisture. I don't know if that's true or not, but I did wait until this morning uh, to cut the sprouts off the stalk. So we had freshly harvested so, yes. sprouts Yeah, today. I was out in the fields. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I thought, somehow I got the idea that you had to use a knife to cut them off, but then Iris came over and she was like, uh, I think you could pull those right off. I'm like, no, it would be too hard. She's like, well, then how do you explain this? And just like swipe one off the stalk. Score one for Iris. She said, it's like, it's like snapping its neck. Uh, I, thought that we, I thought it was the armpit. It's the neck of the armpit. Okay. Very complicated physiology. Okay. I bought my sprouts uh, already snapped at the neck and the armpit. Uh Um, I just bought them at Whole Foods. And I got to say that, um, I don't know, maybe by the time this episode airs, Brussels sprouts will be uh, sort of more in their prime. We haven't had our first frost around here yet. And so I feel like they're not quite as tasty as they will be in a couple weeks. Now, when you say that, do do you actually like check the uh, you know do you walk outside of your house one day and say and say ah it, today is the first frost uh, you know those brussels sprouts and cabbage and turnips and uh, and parsnips are going to be really good starting I tomorrow do. i totally do awesome yeah um no but but for real i i think that um i think we both agreed that that the brussels sprouts today just seemed like the volume was a little low on their flavor yeah i really enjoyed both dishes we make we made but they would be better two months from now so two months from now what are you going to do with your sprouts i mean you know when you're in prime Brussels sprout cooking mode. Okay. I think the thing I do most often with them is um, trim them, cut them in half and put them cut side down into a hot pan with some oil or butter and uh, brown them pretty well and then add some stock or water uh, and, uh, you know, maybe maybe throw in some other uh, flavorful ingredients like some onions or shallots or something or bacon um, and uh, then let them braise maybe 10 minutes until they're 
tender all the way through and uh, eat them with pasta or just as a side dish. So it's kind of uh, like a uh, less uh, sort of gut bombing version of the dish that I made yeah, today. Yeah, it's like that. Which is also a, a braised dish. It's from Molly Stevens' wonderful book, All About Braising, which I know we've talked about on this show at least once before. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the braising episode. Oh, right. <laughs> like I said, uh, our shows are so memorable. That was a long time it ago. It was a really was long like three time ago. years ago. Um, anyway, basically, as you did with your sprouts, these you start out by browning. I quarter them most of the time and brown them in some butter. Then you add cream, really a lot of cream. The recipe calls for a cup of cream for a pound of Brussels sprouts. I think that generally when I make these, um, you know, without sitting there staring at the recipe, I probably use more like two thirds or three quarters of a cup of, of cream. Because a whole cup is a lot. It was super creamy and super, super creamy. Anyway, and you uh, you let them cook till they're tender, and then you reduce the cream a little bit and add some lemon juice, and it's just great. It was just great. Uh, the thing I made today, I did not make the, the uh, thing that I described before, but it wasn't too different. I um, I shredded the Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. um, so uh, just uh, trimmed them and then and then cut them, you know, fairly thinly, uh, perpendicular to their. Uh, <laughs> You know, cut them crosswise. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gesturing with my hand for the benefit of the home audience. <laughs> um, it's sort of a karate chop maneuver. Uh, and so I uh, then I um, sautéed them with kimchi. And I got this idea from a David Chang recipe, the guy from Momofuku. Um, there, there you go, explicit tag right there. I said Momofuku. Um, <laughs> who, who, makes, who makes this uh, uh, Brussels sprouts with pureed kimchi, which I tried making and it was kind of weird. And I thought this would be better if I just chopped the kimchi and it was. It was delicious. And you also, you, um, you started out by sauteing them in butter, which is so nice with the kimchi. I know we talked before when we did kimchi fried rice about how good butter is with kimchi. Yeah, that was our first episode. It was? Yeah, it was the fried egg episode. Wow, we talked about the snowy white bottom. That's right. Oh, I do remember some things about our old episodes. Memories. So, you know, your, your shredding of the Brussels sprouts today reminds me of this Union Square Cafe recipe that I think you make as I well. I know which one you're talking about. It's technically hashed Brussels sprouts, although, I mean, what's the difference between hashing and shredding, really? I don't know. Anyway, you cut them really thinly so that they're kind of shredded. And then you cook them in a hot pan in some, I think you just use some olive oil. Could use butter. That seems, olive oil seems like the sort of thing they would do at the Union Square Cafe. Yeah. And some garlic, if I'm remembering correctly. Garlic. And then, um, yeah, you get them cooking, get them a little bit. We kind of do it over pretty high heat here. So we get them a little caramelized at the edges. And then you add some poppy seeds and some lemon juice. And that is delicious. Yeah. It's, it, I never would have thought of the poppy seeds on my own. Yeah, I I still, I don't know, there are times when I don't add the poppy seeds, because I always think to myself, what can these possibly be doing? But I miss it whenever I don't add them, whenever yeah. I get lazy. I feel, I think I'm not a very creative cook. I think, uh, I think like I hear, I hear poppy seeds and I'm like, you know, that's, that's not really groundbreaking and yet I never would have come up with it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like. You uh, agree that I'm not very creative? I agree that I'm not very creative. It's weird that I like cooking so much. Yeah, it's a, it, <laughs> How many times have we said, how do you cook that? And it's like, I put some butter in a pan and then I put the ingredient that is the subject of today's episode in the pan. The I think end. that's today's whole episode, actually. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, hey, you know, but before we move on to talk about cooking something else in butter in a pan, we should talk about um, roasting Brussels yes, sprouts. Definitely. Because I feel like that is kind of 
the, the gateway to Brussels sprout eating for a lot of people. Yeah, they get really especially sweet when you do it that way, especially if you've had a frost recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> my momentum is off. Well, I mean, I think the thing with roasting is hot oven, um, you know, a sturdy pan, some good oil. And don't be afraid to let them get some good color. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that's where the sweetness comes from, that and the frost. Yeah, no, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> put them in a frosty oven mm-hmm. uh and uh no I'm, I'm thinking like a 450 oven or mm-hmm. more um and uh yeah just kind of blast them in there and they're great you know speaking of color on brussels sprouts have you had <laughs> have you had the orange one <laughs> have you had the fried brussels sprouts at the walrus and the carpenter here in seattle i have not but i'd like to they're the color of chocolate they are mm. so dark they're deep fried they're really crispy and have this incredible I guess like umami kind of caramelized flavor. Anyway, they're they're incredible, and I love how dark they cook them. That sounds really good. Yeah, like something something thrown in a deep fryer sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, maybe a corn dog. Yeah, ooh, mm-hmm. Brussels sprout corn dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you ever? There's this um really tedious. <laughs> There's this really tedious Chez Panisse recipe that has you separate every leaf from a Brussels sprout. Have you ever is made from, this? Is it from, is it from their, uh, their, their, classic, vegetable their classic cookbook? book, Really Tedious Recipes from Chez Panisse? <laughs> yeah. Um, I had another recipe you were talking about. It's I have Ch- made Chez Panisse vegetables. It's a pasta dish. Yes. Yeah, and you literally peel every leaf off of a Brussels sprout. Many Brussels sprouts, really. Not only have I made this, but I got Iris to help me, like in this not so secret hope that she would try it if she if she helped me peel all the Brussels sprouts, and she really enjoyed the peeling part, and then didn't want to eat it. Of course, I enjoyed the dish, but I think I've only made it once because it was so tedious. I've made it once. Yeah, awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, we should link to it. Support maybe. group. <laughs> okay, so um, do, have you ever used frozen Brussels sprouts? I have. Have you? No. Ah. Well, I just saw it as an item on our agenda today. I really like frozen Brussels sprouts. I think they are one of the better frozen vegetables. They will, they will always um, have the like fully tender texture. You can't, you can't use them for like um, a, a hashed Brussels sprouts dish where you want it to retain some chew. Um, but for uh, for like a fully braised, uh, meltingly tender Brussels sprout. I think they are one of the best frozen vegetables. I, I learned about them from a Mark Bittman column. I got to give Mark Bittman credit about uh, frozen vegetables. And he's like, you know, try frozen Brussels sprouts. Supermarket frozen Brussels sprouts, pretty great. So hold up, wait, are they partially cooked? Or is it just like a raw Brussels sprout that's been frozen? Uh, I, think, I think they probably have to be blanched before freezing would be my guess, but they, they are lightly cooked. They don't, they don't take quite as long to cook as fresh, um, but uh, you still need to... Uh, braise them for like, you know, eight minutes maybe. And so would you, do you just like keep a box in the freezer just, you know, so if yeah, not, like, absolutely. so you can have Brussels sprouts at any time. Even, even when it's, when it's not frosty, I, I go to the frosty <laughs> confines of my own freezer uh-huh. and there is some Brussels sprouts and some Brussels sprout love waiting for me. Well, there's been so much Brussels sprout love here today. There has. I feel the love. So uh, find us online. Did, 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 was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I think, I think we're good. No. Yeah, I All think right. we're good. There was this glazed recipe I used to make when I was single, and I made it for a number <laughs> of guys that I was dating. But I have to say, I haven't made it since. You don't need to It's kind of fussy. I don't need to. Right. I mean, I've got my man. Yeah, you don't, you don't need Brussels sprout boy bait. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, find us online at spilled, uh, spilledmouthpodcast.com. 
uh, where you will find our two Brussels sprout recipes uh, sautéed with kimchi and uh, cream braised. You know, and I think I did an old post on my blog about the Union Square Cafe ones. Okay. So maybe we can link to those too. Yep. Maybe we can find a link to um, the uh, super tedious shape Venice recipe also. Because <laughs> everybody wants to try it. Yep. You'll make it once. Uh, <laughs> and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast where you can like us. Please. Um, if you enjoy the show, um, please uh, tell somebody who doesn't already listen to the show. Um, because, yeah, don't tell people who already listen. Right. Because it's just be not like, helpful. Yeah. Like if you're sitting and listening with someone, don't say like, hey, I, I really like this show, the Spilled Milk, um, because they'll think you're an idiot. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, that always makes us happy. And as long as it's a good review. As long as it's a good review. Otherwise, it makes us cry. Uh, and uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Oh, uh, he always sets me up this way. Uh, Thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that's like Jack Frost in some way that I haven't figured out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the show that's... Uh, glazed, fried, roasted, shredded, or braised will uh, will defrost your heart. Wow, that was great. Thanks. I'm Molly uh, Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. <laughs> <laughs>